From the west side of Cleveland, Ohio, this is the No Loan Zone podcast on RadioWannabe.com. My name is Janet Maltby. I'm a career counselor, and I've helped thousands of students and adults in transition make wise career choices. I believe completing a degree, pursuing passionate work, and debt-free living is key to your future. I'm here to help you on your journey, and so are my guests. Today in our program, my special guest is Joe Flinner. This week, we look at ROI, how to get a return on your college investment. Joe is the lead wealth advisor for Landing Point Financial Group in Avon, Ohio. He earned a finance degree from Bowling Green University and is a certified financial planner and a certified kingdom advisor for people of faith. Welcome to the program, Joe Flinner. Thanks, Janet. It's great to be here. I'm looking forward to discussing this important topic. Yeah, it's really needed these days, isn't it? Mm -hmm. With the cost of college and how it's skyrocketed. It's, It's really unbelievable, yeah. You've been in financial planning for about 25 years, but this past year, the planning and paying for college just got personal. It did, yeah. Tell us about that. Well, this year we had our oldest, Nick, graduated high school, and he's a freshman at The Ohio State University, so we're really proud of him. And it got personal because, you know, I'd been helping clients for years, plan for college, and it was fun to you know, take all that experience and do it myself now. And that's how it got uh, got personal. Yeah, you really had to do a lot of research to make a good decision for your family. For sure. Yeah. I mean, helping clients, you can help them frame their goal and, and help them to understand, you know, what to save money into and uh, give them uh, some experiences of other clients. But I felt going through this process myself just as such a better advisor now because I've went through that process personally now and I can share my personal experiences too with my clients. What surprised you the most? Well, I think the the biggest surprise for me was, you know, again, the, the cost. And then at first, Nick, as he looked at colleges, we understood what their kind of their value proposition was, but as soon as we visited a college and we could see what the fit was, and I felt like that was the most important thing was really the fit and how that fit into the ROI equation. What is ROI and why is it so important? Well, I think over the last, I don't know, maybe 10 years, as the cost of college has gone up, I think parents have really had to really think about how they're going to guide their children on what that return of investment is with college. And, you know, just just hear too many stories and, and uh, really horror stories around, you know, kids when they graduate, just having just so much college debt. And it really puts them behind the eight ball. And it really, it starts off their financial journey in a really tough position. Or it can put the parent in a tough position, really almost in a sense, borrowing out of their own retirement to pay for their kid's education. If you don't have a good plan, you know, it could put someone in some financial trouble. Mm -hmm. And you've seen that. I have. Yeah. It's heartbreaking, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It is tough because, you know, as parents, we don't want to tell our kids no. And we have to, you know, we really just have to help them make good financial decisions, be good stewards of of our money and and help them prepare for them being good stewards. And, you know, it's really our job as parents to do that. It's really not something that we can pass off to the school or 
to a program. It's really something that, you know, I feel like we're called to do. Right. And I think that sometimes parents that have gone to college, that was their experience. They want to give that experience to their kids. Absolutely. But it's shocking. It, it is, yeah. To see the figures as they come in when you start having to pay for all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I think that that can be very surprising to parents. Absolutely. I think that the there's a little bit of sticker shock. Yeah. yeah. And with inflation now, it's not going to get any better. No, it's not. And a lot of the rising college costs are coming from not only the side on, on tuition, but but really the room and board and the amenities that colleges are setting up for students in a battle to get students. Mm -hmm. So you could be given a great scholarship for tuition, mm -hmm. but you really need to factor in some extra costs. So let's for get sure. into that. Let's talk about a typical student that wants to go to the Ohio State University. This is an Ohio public school. You mm -hmm. certainly know what the numbers are on that, yep. right? Yep. So tuition there will run maybe all in at around 28000 a year. And so you'll fill out your FAFSA form, and then you'll see what your eligibility is for student loans. So the first one, the Stafford loan, either subsidized or unsubsidized. And that's really the first, the best loan is really the Stafford program. So you look at what your eligibility is, what your need is. You take that over that four-year period, and let's say you're going to take out you know, $10,000 per year in student loans. So at the end of that four-year program, you'll have $40,000 of student loan debt. And I think it's important to talk to your student about what that debt load will be at the end of that four-year period and what they can do to chip away at that. Right. So at the end, you've got $40,000 when you graduate mm -hmm. that you need to pay back. Mm -hmm. But you don't pay it back all in one year. Right, right. There's certain costs that are associated with this loan. There is. So there's just a quick calculation you can do. Every $10,000 of student loan debt will be about $110 a month in payment. So on that $40,000, that'll be about $440 a month in principal and interest payment on a standard 10-year loan. Okay, you know, so it's good to kind of have that concept around what that payment will be. That's on 10 years. It's a standard repayment schedule. Another rule of thumb is to think about, okay, based on that major and the first year salary, is you really want to try to not have that student loan debt be more than what that first year annual potential salary would be. Okay. So for instance, mm -hmm. finance. Right. So, so in finance, there's lots of different areas in finance, but if your starting salary is going to be $40,000 a year, and that's something where you could Google starting salary for finance majors or starting salaries for nurses or starting salaries for just whatever interest that you have, and they'll give you a rough idea of what that number would be. And I think the big concept there is if you're in a major or a profession that maybe that starting salary is going to be at, let's say, 36000 a year, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you end school with 90000 in college debt because that salary is not going to be able to support that payment. Right. So if you are choosing a major that you know from the get-go you're not going to be earning $100,000 per year at the beginning then going to a private school that's going to charge you $40,000 per year 
doesn't make sense. And no, it really doesn't. And I think that comes back to the beginning when you think about the framework of your goal as a parent. If going to that private school, if that creates a value proposition in your mind, then I think you really need to think about how much you're going to contribute to help your child out so that they're not in a position where it hurts them financially down the road. So if it was important for me, you know, for example, a Christian education or a values-based education, then I think saving up money to help my student for that, I think is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. Like when they're in the womb, you start saving. Yeah. Save early and and monthly uh, for sure. Right. Uh, Yeah. What would you say to parents that are hesitant to kind of guide their kids? I think introducing our kids to different experiences slowly over time and not like a fire hose. So you start little by little. You maybe start having conversations with your child. Again, you know your child better than anyone in the world. So you start to have these small conversations and build it up over a period of time. Yeah. And you offer some services here. Tell us a little bit about the services that you provide here. Yeah, we do. I think oftentimes coming into your financial advisor sometimes can be like a little bit apprehensive, a little bit scary. And I think having a conversation with a third party is just a great way to figure out what you want your plan to be before you have that conversation with your children. So I've had uh, you know, clients who come in when their child is in the womb, like you had said, Janet, and then some clients, it's that fall and their kids are going to college. So, you know, if you're sitting there and your college is going to start in the fall, that's a really good opportunity to understand your financial balance sheet, to understand what you can help them with, and then start to have these conversations with your kid with the help from an outside advisor. Right. Joe, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you, Jan. I loved our conversation. If you want more help on how to plan for college or want help with making wise financial decisions, Joe can be reached through landingpointfinancialgroup.com or by calling 440-361-7227. The number again is 440-361-7227. And if you're unsure about your career direction and want help on completing a degree debt-free, you can reach me, Janet Malpe, at noloanzone.com forward slash contact. I meet with students and adults in transition so they can reach their career goals. You've been listening to the No Loan Zone podcast on RadioWannabe.com. I'm committed to helping you complete a degree debt-free and making wise career decisions. Until next time, I'm Janet Malpe. Thanks for listening. <music>